And now joining me with his perspective on the day's market movement is Makwe Masilela from Makwe Fund Managers. Makwe, good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure afternoon to you and to the viewers. All right, Malcolm, I'm pretty surprised actually that we're having such a choppy um, afternoon of trade or morning of trade on the JSE. Tencent was up 10.5%. Um, that usually has a trickle-down effect on us, giving us an upbeat performance. But we're not actually seeing that on the JSE today. Why is that the case? Yeah, you are right, but the market is generally flat. But if you look at your ten cent, I mean your Nespas and Proxas, that up over five percent. Mm. So that continuing to benefit from that. But unfortunately, other stocks are down. You look at our financials not doing that great. But I think it's this whole thing about the mixed comments mm. that we are getting out of the U.S. Fed officials. Other ones are telling us that you are ahead of ourselves, don't get too excited. Others are telling us that, listen, probably we should be starting to slow down. So I think those mixed comments is what's getting investors to be caught up about what is happening now. And also we're looking at what's happening at the G20, any developments out of that. But not forgetting those negative numbers we got out of China. Mm. I mean, this is showing that the second largest economy is also slowing down. They are retail industrial data has missed estimations. And also the third largest economy which is Japan, we saw their third quarter GDP shrinking more than we expected. Yeah, I think it's very um, obvious, Mark, at this point that um, we could possibly be really entering a global recession. It would be widespread in the Americas, in Europe, certainly here um, on the African continent, but also in Asia, which is normally a very resilient um, part of the world. It's, uh, is that what it's looking like, that Asia too will be part um, of this economic downturn? Definitely. And instead, people think the U.S. are the ones who can resist it much better or might have a milder one. But yes, other countries, unfortunately, chances are we will get that kind of recession. Let's hope it doesn't get to be prolonged. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's bring it back home. We have quite a bit of company news coming out today. Let's start with Transaction Capital. Um, they're reporting a bit of a fall in their profits, but they're one of those businesses that, I um, mean, owning we buy cars in a market like South Africa where secondhand vehicles are really starting to boom, um, but also t taxis. I mean, who doesn't know anybody who doesn't use a taxi? Doesn't seem like this has actually um, worked into their bottom line, though. Yeah, to some extent. And number one, as you said, we buy cars now is contributing almost 43% mm -hmm. to their core headline earnings and they are the largest business. And maybe just looking into the tax industry itself, we have seen that community activity have reduced, even though have reduced compared to the pre-pandemic, we've seen a bit of an increase. So the minute that happens, then it means the taxi operators' profits will dwindle. And as that happens, then they will struggle to pay for the finance and the insurance product. So that's going to have a negative impact. And also not for forgetting the KZN floods that affected the Toyota factory. So lots of taxes were not being able to produce As a result, that at affected their loans and advances when it comes to transaction capital but i think them looking or repositioning themselves to say that listen we'll start financing all all public transport modes and also financing when it comes to use vehicle markets that will help them going forward but as it is look at their profits interim dividends increased by almost 34 percent not too bad and also their core headline earnings increasing by 17 percent so the guys still managed to make money Mark, I'm very keen to find out from, um, just in your professional opinion, when commuter, taxi commuter um, numbers decline, what does that mean? Are people not going to work? Are people staying at home? Where are the commuters? Because, I mean, taxes are one of those very organic things that kind of keep operating um, in our economy. 
people lost jobs people also unfortunately starting to work from home so and we know that those who usually use taxes are the ones that we know that unfortunately they lost jobs because of COVID-19. Yeah, I think that's rather unfortunate just to see that segment being um, the most um, widely impacted on. Okay, storage. Storage, um, for me, Marco, this feels like a foolproof business. For some reason, people are always going to need to stash things, you know. It doesn't matter what kind of economic climate we're on. We can see this reflective in some of um, these numbers. But let's just talk about what you've seen um, from this property group. You are right, you know, whether the economy is doing okay, people have more things, they need storage. Whether things are bad, people have to downgrade and they need storage. In this case, they've got almost 86 properties. I mean, that's 56 per home here, valued almost 5.1 billion, and 13 in the UK, valued almost 5.8 billion. And you look, the guys, yes, their property revenue up almost 19%, dividend per share up 6%, and you look into their core profit. I mean, headline earnings per share up a whooping 34%. So you are right, it's more of a defensive stock more than anything. That would be interesting. I don't have stocks in here, but I'm thinking of going in because what a, what a safe place to be. Okay, Margaret, we don't have much time left. Let's just talk about 91, reduce asset under management. It looks like they were also hit by some headwinds. And what are you seeing from that performance from um, this asset manager? Rising interest rates and inflation, fact that we've seen asset prices going down, Increase when it comes to geopolitical tension, so it's not surprising to see assets under management down 8%. You look into their profits down 5% and their interim dividend down 6%. Mm -hmm. And this is a risk on business operating in a risk of market. All right, Mark, now before I let you go, what is your stock pick for today and why have you decided to go in that direction? I'll go with ShopRite as we continue to spend more money on food, as we continue to go and borrow money to buy food. And as you have seen, that their forward PE sitting at 18, a dividend yield of 2.4, and a return on equity of 22. I'm happy to keep ShopRite. Yeah, me too, Mark. I'm not going to lie. It's actually proven to be a very resilient business. Um, I think we got numbers out of them earlier this week. I think ShopRite certainly have a great choice. Thank you so much, Mark, for your time. Always a pleasure chatting to you. That was Makwe Maslela from Makwe Fund Managers.